All right, let me tell you about Built Bar. Last night, my niece came into town. And it was, was it my niece that was saying this? Yeah, I think it was. And she had a Built Bar for the first time. And she, she was like, oh my gosh, I've been hearing you talk about these. These are fantastic. They taste like, say with me, candy bars. Candy bars. They, they, they really do. They taste like candy bars. They're fantastic. Yeah. And they're really healthy for you. Three to five net carbs, low in calories, uh, high in protein. And one zillion flavors. And a zillion flavors. They're all really, really good. I mean, I have stopped talking about them because I... I don't have my box By of the way, them handy. Pat was in here filling in for you. He was dipping into your uh, Bilt yeah, Bar know. stash over yeah, there. Yeah, I know. Why do you think they're not here in the studio anymore? <laughs> BiltBar.com. Use the promo code BECK15. Save 15% now. Welcome to the new America. Isn't it great where if you have a different opinion and you're a tenured professor, if that isn't a popular opinion, you can be fired for it. (laughs) How great is that? Huh? And I mean, it's not like you're pro-America or even pro-science or pro-logic. No, no, no. If you're any of those, you're going to lose your job. We'll tell you about the students that are trying to get a professor out because he said, you know, it's uh, this anti-white sentiment is going to cause problems. (gasps) How dare you? And also what the teachers and uh, some parents are doing to other parents that are standing up saying, "Um, I don't want any of this anti-white stuff. I don't want any of this critical race stuff taught to my children. It's a blast from the past said the man who knows the history of the clan we'll tell you about that what's happening in virginia in 60 seconds the glenn beck program charmaine lives in california she wrote to me about her dog's experience with rough green she wrote uh my dogs absolutely love it glenn they can't wait for me to pour it over their food thank you thank you thank you for rough greens uh charmaine's dogs can't get enough of rough greens and i can't tell you how many people i hear now that they are finicky eaters the dogs that just wouldn't eat uh they love it so much but now if you don't put it on they stand there and they look at you i'm expecting them to start to growl i mean uno if i don't put rough greens on his food he looks at me like uh what are you doing this wasn't the arrangement we agreed to (laughs) Rough Greens is chock full of vitamins and minerals, as well as things like omega oils, antioxidants, probiotics, all the stuff that contributes to a much happier and healthier life for your dog. If you were skeptical uh, about your dog, you know, loving it as much as Uno or any of the other dogs that I know that eat Rough Greens, most dogs go crazy about it, like Charmaine's dogs. But what about your dog? Will he love it? You don't want to, you know, spend money on something that, you, you're buying for your dog and he takes one sniff of it and hates it. 
That's why they have decided to give you a free bag of rough greens for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. I'm going to be honest with you. I asked them, how many people uh, cancel? Because you can put yourself on an auto delivery, and that's what we're on. How many people cancel after they figure out that their dog loves it? Uh, they said, almost none until the dog dies. I mean, it is, they're, they're confident in it because it, it's, it changes your dog and you see the difference in your dog. You really will. Get your free bag just to see if he'll like it. And then get started on Rough Greens. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Call today. Roughgreens.com. Due to my uh, back uh, this week, I wasn't able to do a, uh, uh, a new podcast. Uh, we have a great podcast coming for you next week. Maybe actually two, because the, the guest that we were supposed to have this week, this week will blow your mind. He is the only guy that I have. I've been looking for uh, a guy who is an expert on this particular topic for probably at least 10 years. Uh, and, uh, I'll tell you more about it next week, but it's great. If you missed last week's podcast, uh, you can, uh, grab it now and listen to it. Now it's up online or you can get it at blaze TV. It's Rick Grinnell. He's our former director of intelligence. This guy, he said more, he said more, uh, than most people say. In any interview, he said more by the things he didn't say, the things that he was like, uh, I let's see, I can't really say because of intelligence. I mean, it's an amazing interview and it ranges from aliens. I mean, the actual space aliens to the border to, uh, you know, God to the cover up that uh, Biden's son was involved in with the Ukraine's. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's a great interview. Rick Rennell, you can find it now wherever you get your podcast or at Blaze TV. It's available today. Don't miss it. We should point out, too, that he's one of the guys that is rumored to potentially step in if mm -hmm. Gavin Newsom is recalled. Mm -hmm. uh, the <laughs> Gavin Newsom uh signature drive they needed to get about just under 1.5 million signatures to get the recall on the ballot they just finished this this week they got 2.117 million which is should and, be and they made it i mean the state made it almost impossible because of covid because of covid yeah yeah i mean it was almost impossible to get those and they were worried at first at very first like the first few weeks that they would be able to get to the 1.5 and then after they saw the reaction where people would would drive to them wherever they work. So you had to do it in person as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, they had no doubt they were they were immediately saying we're going to get one point eight. They ended up with two point one, two point one. They ha already have one point nine six four million pre verified uh, through an, an independent third party source. So this is the way they do this in California. Um, and you could. That's not easy. They've tried to recall him before. It hasn't gone anywhere. This has gone over the line. I don't know if they would have got there without this, with the without the French Laundry 
uh, ridiculousness. Isn't that crazy? Really, I think that's what connected it to people who weren't engaged in politics. I, mean, I just don't understand what people are. I mean, the priorities. It's of the people. hypocrisy. Yeah, I guess it is the hypocrisy, yeah. but there are so many big things. I mean, the Cuomo thing. You know, everybody's upset about how he was treating women, and you should be. That's really bad. Really bad. But not the same as killing people knowingly <laughs> yeah. in nursing homes. I mean, it's like, wait a minute, you're upset at which one? Yeah, no, I, I and you know, by the way, Glenn, one thing we have not really spent much time on, and we should, is that he, Cuomo did a similar directive on um, uh, mentally disabled people. Uh, people who were um, in you know certain types of homes and that has not been withdrawn it was the same type of thing hey oh, bring covid me. covid t- positive patients back in to it, mental kind of mental institutions where yeah and different types of uh, um, congregate homes uh, this has not been withdrawn yet oh my gosh and so and nobody cares now i would assume at this point after all of this you'd hope that this wasn't continuing at this point though it still wasn't withdrawn you'd think at this point maybe we know enough about the virus and they've been able to to separate this i don't know Jeez. i mean it, there's no chance at this point of it being the hospitals being overrun uh at least at the at where we are right now but still it, that was never they just kept doing it at least for for a while so let me give you an update on a couple of things uh california has now passed ethnic studies it's taken them two years uh but now the state board of education k through 12 has unanimously approved a model curriculum to guide how the histories struggles and contributions of asian black latino and native americans and the racism and marginalization they experienced in the united states will now be taught to millions of students in high school, you have to take this. It's a required class. History is U.S. history is not required now in colleges. You can go for four years and not take a single a single class on U.S. history, and it's fine. Totally fine. Hmm. These, the ethnic studies, and it is coming to you. Whatever happens in California it is coming to you unless you stand up. Now, luckily, uh, Florida has a great governor in uh, DeSantis who said this about critical race theory being taught. And I don't know if some of you guys have seen this critical race theory. It's basically teaching kids to hate our country and Jeez. to hate each other based on race. It puts race as the most important thing. I want content of character to be the most important thing. I want to treat people as individuals, and I want the history of our country taught accurately. And I want people to learn about the Founding Fathers and learn about the Constitution, as well as other great people like President Lincoln, like what we did in World War II, like the Civil Rights Movement, like the cold winning the Cold War. Those are all very important. When you start talking about these wacko theories, it's all designed to put a political agenda under the guise of history and civics. I don't want politicized civics. I don't want politicized history. I want accurate history. I want to make sure people understand that this is a great country, okay? And if you want your tax dollars funding education that's going to run down this country, you got the wrong governor because I am not going to allow that to happen. He's totally running, he's for, totally president. running for president. And I'd vote <laughs> for him. He looks, I mean, he's yeah. off to a great start. I mean, he is. He, he has. Is. You know, some people have just uh, discussed him as a professionalized Trump. 
Mm-hmm. And that like he doesn't get into as much trouble. He doesn't go, he doesn't go off the into the more, you know, kind of cultural and like I'm yeah. just fighting with a person in the media type of stuff. Yes. He's more attached to issues, mm-hmm. uh, but he has that same sort of spunk. He doesn't mind mixing does. it up with the media. He does. And his performance, I think, was pretty good. And if he could get the Trump machine behind him, mm-hmm. he would win. Yeah, he would I, win. And that's going to be, of course, an interesting thing. I mean, I think you're not going to get trump to say he's not running no not until the very end at least until you might he might even 23 oh i think he could be saying it up until the convention (laughs) mean it i mean it yeah i I don't i would if i were him i always say this except this going back to when sarah palin they were talking about her running in what was it 2012 Uh and you sat there and she's like i you know i don't we haven't made any decisions on this and you realize the second you say i'm out you lose relevance you're gone like no okay everyone moves on so why wouldn't you just keep it alive even if you're you're you're, no you're not going to do it i still think trump probably is going to run so clearly the favorite for the nomination if he decides to pull the trigger i want to show you what we're up against um remember i've always said that they will suggest then they'll shove then they'll shoot when you you'll suggest something you'll try to get people to uh, you know buy into it And if they don't buy into it, then you need some teeth and you need regulation to start to shove people in that direction. And then the shoving gets harder and harder and more violent in the streets, a.k.a. BLM. Then finally, the last option, if a country goes there, if they continue down that path, they find that a good part of the population will not go along with it. And so then you have to start making examples and you jail them. Then you shoot them. Suggest, shove, shoot. We are now at the end of the shove period. And it is it's bad enough if we don't progress to the next one. This is really bad. I'm going to tell you something that is happening in Virginia against parents that are bringing up to their teachers and saying, we don't want critical race taught to our kids. I'm going to show you how bad the shoving has gotten. And I'm going to show you in history exactly the same thing. It's been done before. Just not as quickly. And a story you've most likely never heard in 60 seconds. You know, 2020 was a record-breaking year in a lot of interesting uh, and terrifying ways. One of the most interesting and terrifying ways was uh, from 2019 to 2020, cybercrime involving identity theft more than doubled. A lot of people uh, were saying all year long, gee, I can't wait until 2020 is over. 2021 is going to be, here's the bad news. We're in 2021. Shut up. It's worse. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting each of our lives every day. We put our information at risk on the Internet, and you never know when it's going to be your turn to have your identity stolen. It's why LifeLock is so important. It helps you monitor more than you can keep track of on your own. And if something happens, because nobody can you know, protect against all identity theft, LifeLock is there. And they'll see the things that you most most likely will miss on your own. And then on top of it, they have a specialist that is waiting in case something happens. They have a team that they'll dedicate just to correcting all of the falsehoods now that are on your record. 
Save up to 25% off your first year at lifelock.com. Use the promo code BACK and uh, and you'll save 25% off your first year. It's 800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com, promo code BACK. Save 25%. 10 seconds, station ID. So in Virginia, as in all over the country, uh, parents have started to rise up. If you thought Common Core was bad, what's being shoved down the throats of our children in all of our schools now with critical race theory is a thousand times more dangerous than Common Core. And Common Core was really bad. This is poison. And in Virginia, parents have gotten together and they are opposing the critical race theory. It's called CRT. They don't want it taught in the schools where their children are. Well, apparently, um, the anti-racist Facebook with uh, 624 members, which includes parents and teachers, were compiling uh, names and addresses. In fact, let me say, please comment below. This is what was posted. Please comment below with the legal names of those individuals trying to stop CRT. The area of residence and or the school board rep known, known accounts on social media and any other information you feel is relevant. Well, what do you think that's all about? They are targeting parents who say this is wrong and teachers are involved. You've got to stop putting all teachers into the good category. It's it's time now for teachers to show us. Are you on the right side? Stand with us against critical race theory. If you don't, I'm sorry, you're not on the right side. You say, well, I can't lose my job. Yeah, well, I could lose my children. I could lose my children. And maybe you don't understand the damage, but all you have to do is read. So now they're being targeted. Now, this is happening in the South. This is happening in Virginia. Let me show you something that we have in the vault, and I'll describe it to you if you are uh, listening to us. Uh, If you're watching us on Blaze TV, you will see radical members... Of the uh, of the I think it says GOP legislature or the Georgia legislature It's California. Sorry, I can't see it. It's so far away. Radical members of the California legislature. And you will see that there is. What do you think? Twenty five, 30 people pictured in this. This is a very old card from the 1800s. And you will see there are black people and white people. About half of them are black. Most of them are white. Doesn't it appear that way to you? Still? Yeah. Yeah. Um, at least at least half of them are white. Well, what is this? This was a card that was given out to uh, people at clan meetings. If you see on the back, it lists who they are. This was a polite hit list. Now, the Klan always denied that. 
But how do you think they found the people they wanted to lynch? All of these people were Republicans. If you don't know the history of the Klan, you should. It was started by the Democratic Party as an enforcer. Those who were GOP members at the time, that meant that you were against slavery and you were fighting, uh, you know, to end racism and they were losing. So they needed somebody to scare people. This is terrorism. And they actually printed these cards up. Will you tell me the difference between that card? Show it again with the pictures. That card, you see these people. What do you think this is just so they could see what they looked like? Why would you want to see what they look like? This is a list of names and their faces. If you see this person, target them, kill them. That's what the Klan did. Now, what is the difference between that a philosophy of do whatever it takes to shut these people down because they disagree with us? They think they think freedom for everybody. What's the difference between that clan card and what these people are doing? These teachers are doing in Virginia. They are making a list exposing these people, showing them why. Why do you have a list? Why do you have a list? At best, to harass them. At best, to scare them. You want to talk about, uh, you know, organized violence and teaching people to be violent. It isn't coming from the GOP. And if it is, in any shape or form, I and the vast majority, 99% of my audience, would condemn it. This is being done in Virginia, and no one is saying anything. There is no difference from what was happening back in the 1800s with the Klan and what's happening right now. And for the same reasons, the Klan was racist. Critical race theory is racist and teaching our children to hate people based on their cover, on their color. It's the same story. Ah, spring. Spring, spring, spring is right around the corner, which in Texas means that the birds are singing for a week. uh, And then the weather gets so hot, all of their feathers burn off. Um, But right now, you can be outside, at least in Texas, and it's coming to you one of these days. Well, Minnesota, mm, not really. But there will be that day sometime in August where you can be outside and you'll be comfortable. Rectech is all about changing the way you see grilling. You don't have to stand out in the heat. You don't have to stand out in the cold if you're like me and you grill year-round. Rectech is sturdy, made from stainless steel the way it should be, and it has smart grill technology, which allows you to control the entire cooking process from an app on your phone. You'll know when the meat is done. You'll know when whatever you're cooking or, believe it or not, smoking or baking in a Rectech, you'll know when it's done. Follow Rectech on all their social media. Sign up for their newsletter. You're going to see the difference. I want you to A, B, compare. Go find the best one. 
And then AB compare with a Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com, Rectech.com. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll get 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're so glad that you tuned in today. Thank you so much for listening. I was uh, listening to uh, Ben Shapiro the other day, and he was talking about the Grammys and uh, and also the fight with uh, who's that? Who's the stupid uh, rapper? The woman rapper that? Yeah. Oh, Cardi I believe B. you're talking about Cardi B. Yeah. Yes. And the war that she got into with Candace Owens. Do you hear about this? I did. I, I was hard to follow, but I did see a little. Candace bit about is that. going to sue her, as she should. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, she was posting basically like BS stories about her. Yeah, she that? was. Uh, she posted a story that uh, Candace Owens was uh, her husband was having a sexual affair with her brother. Right. Not. Not true. Yeah. No, absolutely not true. Um, and there's like some there's some Photoshop tweets of this, I yes, think, is yeah. what they got involved in. Right. And uh, yeah. And it's uh, you know, you want to talk about truth on the Internet. And so she was posting this and saying, you're talking about me gyrating on a stage when your brother is at home and apparently you like it and want to be part of it. And Candace wrote back and said, this is a lie. This is easily disproven. Really? You're going for this? And then she went and doubled down. Cardi B doubled down on it. And she said, my brother is a private citizen. And now you are you you are slandering his name mm. and uh, we will sue you. You're not a public figure. Right. Mm-hmm. And so uh, uh, she's going to be sued. I mean, uh, Candace is serious about it. She's moving forward with a lawsuit and. Uh, she she decided Cardi B decided to pull those tweets down because Oh, you're kidding. No, she said that yeah. it, she, she didn't do it for any other reason other than her hmm. her Twitter feed is a happy place. And she didn't oh, want that negativity there. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. That's so, great uh, to hear. If, if if she needs any money for the lawsuit, uh Candace, call me. I'd be happy to help. I'd yeah. be happy to help. Candace does not seem to have much fear on such no. things. So I don't but would be surprised to see this go forward. So Ben was talking about this story and he said uh, offhandedly that uh, Cardi B is like heroin for those who want to destroy America. Those who are are looking to just tear us apart and say all the worst things and to pump into our system the worst things. She's like the drug of choice. He said she's heroin. And as I was listening to that, I thought, I understand that. But I heard the word heroin differently for the first time. And, uh, and I thought, wow, she, to them, to people who want to tear down the country, she is a heroin. She is a hero. A female hero mm-hmm. is a heroin. Right. Right. And then I started thinking, am, have I mispronounced one of those words before? I mean, <laughs> I thought the same thing. How the are they same, the same? Is it the same word? Which led me down a rabbit hole. Oh, no. Uh, and because I wanted to find out, because I immediately, once I realized, no, you haven't been mispronouncing one of them, I thought, I bet those two are connected. 
I hope it wasn't the rabbit hole where you say, gosh, these words sound the same. I should try heroin. <laughs> that's not a rabbit no, hole. That's, that's just a, you wanting to do drugs. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, um. I tried it and it <laughs> is really great. It's everything they say. Um, <laughs> it is, unfortunately, that explains people the, using it. the three days off this week. Um, but I've kicked the habit since. All right. So I started looking into it and it's heroin's real name its official name when they first discovered it they took morphine and they changed it chemically a bit and it was called diamorphine and this is in what 1880s somewhere um and uh they changed it and became much more powerful and it was named in germany because this is of course all good things come from germany don't they mm, no uh so in <clears throat> in germany um the uh it was called uh heroish which means in german heroic and i thought wait a minute, why is it heroic for two reasons one they say heroin makes you feel like a hero it makes you just have this they they talk about this rush that you get if you use heroin and you just feel all warm and fuzzy inside, but you feel heroic. You feel like nothing could stop you. Okay. And so it was called it because of the feeling it gave, but also because they thought this will help. This will help people kick morphine. Um, mm -hmm. Because after the civil war here in America alone, there were about 400,000 former soldiers that were addicted to morphine and didn't know how to get them off of morphine. And so they were looking for something that would help. Well, alcoholism was also a problem, as were, quote, female problems. So in 1896 or something like that, uh, Bear Aspirin, the Bear Company, introduces two things heroin and a couple of days after that they introduce aspirin so you can go to the store now and buy bare aspirin or bare heroin for female problems or for sobriety problems because i will testify to you i'm a recovering alcoholic and i've never had heroin but I'll tell you from everything I know about heroin, yeah, it would have stopped me from drinking. <laughs> I wouldn't, probably wouldn't have been drinking, you know. P potentially breathing, too. Yeah, it's another not, side it's not effect. Like, yeah. Hey, man, if I could only have scotch and water, it'd be great. <laughs> so, uh, so it is named after heroes, heroines. And I thought, how appropriate. How appropriate that we use that word or Ben Shapiro used that word to describe Cardi B. And you could describe all of these people that are that are pushing this nonsense that is poison. It's poison for our society and those who are pushing critical race theory and that there is no difference between men and women and you call people whatever they deem because science doesn't matter all of this stuff the they are pushers hmm. and they're pushing a heroin that is going to end up the same way as if it was real heroin for our society and how do people who are on their side view those leaders heroes. heroes yeah 
heroines. They're standing up. Oh, they're so brave. Really? They're drug pushers. That's what they are. Mm. They're heroin pushers. It's interesting. You know, I mean, I think one of the things I've realized, I think, recently when looking at like this critical race theory stuff and the anti-racist and white fragility and all of this stuff that is combined into that very connected movement is I sort of, I think I believed there was a line. Like I thought stuff like this would not catch on in America because there was sort of like a, a a line, a wall of some sort of, of absurdity that we would not cross. I thought so too. I thought there was like this, I don't know, this inherent thing in America, but it's the same thing that would stop us from crossing a border. Like, you know, for example, like giving puberty blockers to three year olds so they can change gender, like things like that are so crazily far over the line. I never, I thought there would be an, a so, natural wall to stop that. And there does not seem to be one. It, doesn't it play? It plays into two things. One, like we all felt after 9-11, that we were all on the same page. And we were for a very short period of time. I've never seen the country more united than mm-hmm. it was on 9-12. Yeah. Well, um, and uh, we were united. But then we started to see the cracks and we started to see, oh, wait a minute. We don't all see progress in the same way. We don't all agree. You know, we, I had this belief that we all... We all love the country. We just disagreed on the way to make us better. Mm-hmm. Then I started to realize, no, there's there's people out there who hate this country. And they're not just eating around the corners. They're not saying, no, higher taxes are the way. They're saying destroy America. That was a new discovery to me. And it happened between probably 06 and, 010, and 2010. That it was a massive change. Then you start looking at the schools and you realize there's a reason why the California Teachers Union dropped the uh, the rule that you couldn't have been part of a revolution uh, style movement uh, that was communist or wanted to overthrow the United States of America. They changed that rule in 2008 and I was puzzled by it. I was like, why would you do that? Well, now I understand why, because that's what the teachers union is really all about. The overthrow of this system that they disagree with. And you sit here and you you look at it and you think, okay, so was it was it that we didn't pay attention to what was being shoved down our kids throats and we dismissed it because we just thought, nah, but that's not going to catch on because it's common sense. Okay. Or is Hitler right when he said the bigger the lie, the easier it is to get people to swallow it? You know, they're pulling is Hitler right out of context. Uh, oh, yeah. Of course, <laughs> that's they totally are. happening. Of course, um, they are. Yeah, no, I know. I think that I think I could be wrong on this, that there isn't a line. I don't think I don't think there's any limit to what I no longer believe there's a limit to what people will eventually believe if if the right circumstances arise. And I, I guess my, my question to you would be, I think, I think there was at one point a line. I remember doing this show years ago. I mean, we're, this is the, the 20th year 
of this. Uh, this will be the 20th uh, anniversary. Will be this year, right? Yes. Of doing September this show nationally. 15th. Yeah. Which is like incredible to think about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling very old saying it. And I can't believe we lasted this long. Not a lot of uh, shows no. lasting this long. Um, but I think at the beginning of this, I remember doing stories where you'd have a concept that you'd think would be a problem. And you'd show an example of it that was so extreme and such an outlier and people would recoil from it. You know, watch, just, there's a million examples today. Watching a boy mm-hmm. dominate a girl's track event by, you know, a mile mm-hmm. and people just being like, yeah, no, that's okay. That's acceptable. That's the way this should be. So um, is there is it a loss of foundations? Yeah, it is. <clears throat> Another discovery I had in the last 10 years. <clears throat> I used to always say freedom is the natural state of man and you're born free. And so you could go to the people working in the fields of China and say you should be free and you should be free of this oppression and people would embrace it. That's not true. It's not true. Yeah. It's the society that you're raised in. That's why the culture war is so important to the left. It's not the policies. You've got to change what's being taught and accepted. Because if you can just get people to think, oh, no, the government is a good thing. And the bigger the government, the better it is. You'll have slaves. If you stop teaching children. I mean, I don't think it's a coincidence. What did you do for slaves? You made sure they were never educated. You set them back as as quickly and as and as efficiently as you could. Why are the teachers not opening the schools? We all know it's bullcrap that they're afraid. Why are they not opening the schools? I think one of them is the intentional somewhere along the line, the intentional understanding and execution of uh, set these kids back. I mean, how far back? Are our children being set back for a year like this at the critical time? They're saying that, uh, you know, this is going to affect graduation rate. This is going to affect this generation for their entire life. And we're making it easier for them to be slaves. More in a second. Uh, If you're a homeowner and you're the type who's fiscally responsible right now is the time to make a phone call. You're one phone call away from a massive change for the better in your financial life. Mortgage rates began sinking over a year ago and they continued to plummet month after month to the point that lately. I mean, it's weird to see a mortgage rate, you know, in the two percent range. But now it's weird to see one at four. You're like, what? Why so much? There is no good reason not to give American Financing a call about your mortgage and what you can do. You can save as much as $1,000 every month. I mean, people are excited for $1,400 check from the government. That's one. Imagine getting $700 every single month. It will genuinely save a ton of money and could change your life. Roll your credit cards into it and it makes an even bigger impact. This is a trusted family company, trusted by me for, gosh, over 10 years now. American Financing, 800-906-2440. 1-800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. 
We have an incredible week for you next week. You don't want to miss. First, we're going to be debuting something new that we've been uh, working on. In fact, can we play just a little bit of this? There's so many complaining political speeches. People are tired of hearing nothing but doom and despair on the radio. Now look. I'm going to talk about us, the average guys, the John Doe's. He's the man the ads are written for. That's right. And it's because of the slimy politics that we have all this unemployment here. Signed a disgusted American citizen. Well, well. Look at that face. It's wonderful. They'll believe him. Let's see what you look like when you protest. Against what? Against anything. Just protest. What are you after? I mean... Money. Money. What do you want? A journalistic career? Money. Money. He says something that's sensational. We are no going good. to uh, debut this. This is something I've been working with uh, one of the guys on the staff, uh, Nick Daly. He is amazing. And I'm trying to tell stories in different ways. And uh, we're going to start telling them musically as well. Uh, and we'll premiere that on Monday. Also, the latest on The Great Reset. Boy, there are a couple of stunning updates. It's actually what our Wednesday special is going to be about next week. You don't want to miss a single minute of the show next week. You miss a minute, you'll miss a lot. See you then. Have a safe weekend. This is the Glenn Beck Program.